Welcome to No Librarians Allowed. We are back. What year is it? 2019, baby. Here we are. Woo! We're back in the recording seat. And Carla, we have some things planned, don't we? We do. We have some great new episodes coming your way. Some great new interviews with very interesting people that I think everyone will enjoy. Uh, do you want to share who some of these special guests are? Sure, yeah. So for the, for the next little while, we have planned to invite uh, a local digital public spaces librarian and musical enthusiast, Rocky Mann. Uh, we also invited Angela Liu. How would you describe Angela? Angela is a recent grad and I has interests in... I would say like intersectional feminism. She has encouraged me to buy, but not read, uh, a book behind me called Pushing the Margins mm -hmm. about uh, women of color and intersectional feminism. So I think she's really into all of those issues of social justice. So I, I'm, I'm always inspired by what, you know, what she's thinking. And we'll also be chatting with Amy Wright, who I'm sure will bring comics into the discussion somehow, some way. It will be our second remote interview, so that's also exciting. Yeah. Uh, how has your new year been, Lydia? Any changes? Any resolutions? Yeah, I'm not big on resolutions, but uh, I think I, I needed the transition, you know, that winter break, if you will, as kind of that time for reflection. And usually that means just tweeting about stuff in my life. <laughs> So I, I remembered that last year in 2018, I had a goal to have more shoulder stability and better posture. This is a immensely practical goal, and I really applaud you for this. You know, the shoulder girdle is very underlooked. It is hugely problematic for, I would say, the majority of people in the field of library studies. It is just our number one body concern. But this year for 2019, my focus was going to be on reading and writing long texts. Oh, I thought you were going to say like lats and traps. <laughs> going to work the glutes this year. It's going to be killer. So, yeah, I think I spent a fair amount of time over the break thinking about, you know, dopamine fast and attention spans and just finding myself unhappy in that kind of scroll and short bursts and just reading headlines on The Guardian. As interesting as it is to keep on top of news, I, I was keenly aware of shortening attention spans, but also like the design of news, keeping us glued to devices. And so I think I, even though, you know, they say resolutions don't necessarily work, but very much like a vision board. Thank you, Oprah. <laughs> If you kind of call out and articulate like a focus for the year. And so for me, I guess that focus is text and that means writing and writing is painful. So I'm hoping that if I articulate it and like even talk about it, it will be somewhere in the back of my subconscious and I'll come back through it throughout the year. So that's my silly plan. It's your intention. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Can you tell me more about a dopamine fast? I think the idea is to take very much like those Korean prison vacations where you just give away all your possessions and lock yourself in a bare room to take breaks from that constant stimulation and the priming of our brain to receive that little dopamine hits for things like you know scrolls and likes it sounds a lot more dramatic and i think original dopamine fasts were like you're in rehab just living life and, <laughs> and writing oh i see talks. you were just being a human free from little dopamine hits yes yeah just being conscious of 
producing media and checking media and, uh, you know, that glow. So it's beyond the blue screen. It's more just thinking about and priming yourself for that, you know, feedback and likes, if you will. And as exciting as it is, like, that's the whole point. That's why it's designed so well, right? That we are uh, conditioned to look for social stimulation and social approval. So have you made any progress? I guess the biggest progress I made is deleting a couple of social media accounts. <gasps> Lydia. I did, yeah. What? Around New Year's, I was listening to Biggie Smalls. As one does on New Year's. And remembering a poem by Mark Strand. They're very like Zen-like poems, right? About kind of nothingness and being in the moment. And I think that's the whole point of these dopamine fasts, right? It's just like being in your body and enjoying the moment for what it is rather than pining for what is to come or remembering the past. And I'm much more future oriented. I don't necessarily dwell in the past. So I deleted several social media accounts before the end of the year. Having backed up the data, I first removed the mobile apps from my phone, and then I proceeded to deactivate and delete the accounts themselves. I didn't look back. So I was channeling a little bit of Mark Strand. I don't regret it. I feel like this is totally what the trend is for this January. I have read the Marie Kondo books. I like them very much. I have worked on applying that in my own home. Uh, And obviously this past like January 1st, Marie Kondo show hit on Netflix. And suddenly it is the only thing on social media. The only thing anyone is talking about to reorganize their lives, but the principle is the same, right? You want to delete, you want to focus on what's important. You want to have that environment that, you know, is helping you to refocus rather than just being a distraction and kind of keeping you from your true better life. So you have conmarried your social media accounts. Only those that spark joy, Lydia. I get the sense that you are much more pro Marie and that you are on board with her. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, For me, it kind of helped me rethink why I have certain things at home, Mm -hmm. like things that I don't need or things that I was just keeping because of someone who gave them to me or, you know, I've had them for so long or whatever. And like, it's just stuff. You don't need to keep it around. See... Nobody publishes and watches the immigrant's guide to (laughs) dealing with your stuff. So if Instagram was no longer sparking joy for you, Lydia, then that's perfect. Yeah, I guess ultimately, like people ask me why I haven't had Facebook for many years. Uh, I would say on and off, I've deleted the account. And it's largely because of that, right? Like I just, I felt bad about myself and I realized I don't need to do that. I'm not in high school anymore. So thank you very much. (laughs) And I think Instagram hit the same point in that, like, I really love all the people in my life and I enjoy knowing about, you know, their dog and children and their lifts and their house. But just the combination and that endless flow and the feeling that there's always more and that you're not on top of it and like, like you're behind, um, was not aligned with like my true relation with those people. And, you know, it's not going to change. Like I still love to see their lifts and I still want to hear about their kid or about their dog and that's okay. And you know what, if they're upset that I'm not, you know, keeping on top of it through Instagram, then maybe we're not friends anyway. It's okay. I, you know, like I'm very zen about it. Did you, you feel like you had to announce it? No, 
not at all. Okay. You just ghosted from yes. Instagram. Yeah. That's the best way to mm-hmm. go. That is the best way to go in basically any situation. <laughs> Why draw it out? You're done. It's over. Exactly. And so ultimately, yeah, I guess what's been on my mind is that idea of relationships, right? Like fundamentally, Instagram is not the true relation. They are who they are. You appreciate them for the moment and you move on. (laughs) One of my favorite poets, Mary Oliver, passed away um, uh, recently in January. And um, I posted for, I don't know, like a million years, I've had a copy of one of her poems called The Messenger or just messenger next to my desk. And I shared it at this like leadership retreat thing that I was on and it was, a you know, whatever, sappy moment. And I haven't spoken with this person who was at the leadership retreat in five years or whatever, since we were there. And, you know, I might like one of her photos every once in a while, but I, you know, it's, it's a status that is we know of each other, but we haven't communicated really since then. So I put this photo up of the poem and she liked it, but then also commented, I've had this up in my office since you read it that day. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it, it was a totally different type of interaction. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I knew that this person also remembered that, that they remembered who I was that I'm not just some random person on their Instagram feed that they, you know, they don't know who it is. And they're like, Oh, who is that person that I made this connection with? Like, so in that moment, then I was like, Oh, well, you know what, maybe the next time I'm visiting town, I can reach out and see what's up. But before that, I wouldn't have done that. Good point. Yeah. It sounds like Instagram still provide some joy for you. Ugh, I have a love-hate relationship with it. Uh, I regularly delete the app and I still use my Freedom app that I pay for every year, which lets me block access to all oh, okay. social media. So I I actually also forgot my Facebook password this year. So I used Freedom and then if I wanted to log back into Facebook, I'd have to do password retrieval and I was just kind of like, eh, maybe someday when I want to log back in. So now I just have an account that lives there without me checking it because I connect in other ways. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. It's funny that there's like whole tools. So speak of the 21st century of these strategies. So I remember for desktops, I I think I installed that at one point. I never used it. That kind of like, what do they call a focus or like a zoom Mm. app that would hide away or they call it productive or whatever. So hide away any like seductive application. So you would focus, I'm guessing on writing or spreadsheets or whatever. And you could set it for say 45 minutes. So it's almost like a teacher standing behind your shoulders, like do the work, the Jillian Michaels of apps. Right. But honestly, sometimes there is a seductive pleasure and just scroll. Oh, it's delightful. And that's why I have to block it because it's exactly as you say, like I just will suddenly spend an hour looking through photos of things that are beautiful and everyone gives me a little lift, but then so much time has passed and I just think of what else I could have been doing. I have to remove it from my phone and give myself a little temporary detox. Yeah. We will invite things that spark joy into our lives this year. We will look to have conversations with people. So that's the whole point of this podcast is to chat with interesting library folks. So we look forward to a very good 2019. Yeah. Thank you for listening.
wish you all a very nice 2019 too. Okay, see you soon. Bye.